and welcome back to another episode of Gin Tea, the only podcast where you drink gin and tea and spill the tea on all things gin tea and otherwise beverage related. That was take two, but that's fine. I'm your host Sophie and I'm here today with me, your fragrant, fecund, fabulous sidekick, Craig. I have no idea what your second word was. Fecund, it means I'm very fertile. <laughs> I could have many offspring. <laughs> I don't really know where to go from there. Right. And you just picked <laughs> random words. Yeah, that's as always. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes, I'm always intrigued which um, words you pick every week. So am I. Until yeah. they come out of my mouth, I don't know what they're going to be. Oh, some weeks you gotta look it up and you have a think, and then it yeah, gets a bit I'm, random. I am desperately because I always come up with them and then I forget, so then I have to make a little list, and then it becomes a bit more contrived. Whereas really, it should just flip off the tongue. The only problem with that is, of course, that um, I may repeat what I have said in previous seasons, and I don't want to ruin it for all our adoring fans. I don't think you've done F and G next week really before. I think you did some letters, and then we skipped some, and then we went somewhere else. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I've done fun before. Maybe. And factual, I think. Yeah, you could have factual. Yeah. We'd have to go back and listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. What you been drinking, Craig? What you drinking? We should do a little jingle. What yeah. you drinking? Dropped you drinking tonight. Or today. Uh, we know what we're going to be drinking tonight. No, I'm afraid <laughs> I'm extremely boring this week. I have not been drinking anything. You new. must have drank water. Well, yeah, I drank a glass of water. And I've what drunk, one one a week? One every four months. One a quarter. <laughs> um, no, the um, I have such lovely natural spring water. Did you not buy that new bottle of mezcal? Have you not tried that? I did, and I have, and it's lovely, and it's quite smoky. But I thought people would be fed up with me mentioning mezcal. And the other thing I've been enjoying is the Spanish gin, which has Valencia orange. Yeah, I don't think we're doing that, are we? We're not but doing we're doing that. It's next have, season. Mm, you'll be lucky if it's a, It's actually an okay gin. I wouldn't say it was like an amazing gin, but it's fine. Okay, I still want to try it because it's Jeez, not one I've the tried. The bottle's quite simple and squarish and nice. Okay, maybe what try What have this. you been drinking this week? Sophie? I don't think I said last week, and I bought another one tonight. I've been trying a new Thatcher's Blood Orange cider. I want to know more about it. It's good. You could have tried some. I was drinking it before we started oh, recording. Yeah, yeah, because I found some in... A supermarket earlier. I adore blood orange. It's one of my favourite fruits. Well, you should get some. It's good. Um, Chris, producer Chris, also bought a um a different kind of cider, a recordling version. That was pretty awful. Oh, really this cool. one's really good. It's got like the nice, it still tastes a bit like cider, but it's got the nice kind of flavours of the blood orange mm. coming through that like sweetness, but not too sweet. Yeah, yeah, because the blood orange has just got kind of a sourness to it, which I really enjoy. Yeah, you've still got that edge of sourness. But then a bit of the sweetness as well. And was the one that Chris was drinking, was that too sweet? Because I think those yeah, can it was, often be way too sweet. Those, like, yeah, the, yeah, the recording was too sweet. It was almost like artificial. Well, this tastes like you could have it as the blood orange. Very nice. Yeah, it's quite nice. So Thatcher's have done a good job. Good job, Thatcher's. I do like Thatcher's. Is it Thatcher's who made the um, toffee apple flavour? Was that Thatcher's? No, I don't think it was. That was that was Brothers. Brothers. It is. I also enjoy that, even though it's ridiculously sweet. Yeah, not so keen. Oh, and I have also tried. I thought I hated elderflower, but I had like instead of like like we had like drinks at work, and it was like alcoholic drinks. But I was driving, so I had elderflower like sparkling thing instead, mm. and it was really nice. Mm. I don't hate elderflower as much as I thought. I love elderflower. I'm going to try and make some elderflower champagne this year. I will try that now because I now mm. I don't hate it as much as I thought I hated it. 
because I used to think of it as elf drink mm. that the elves drank through <laughs> my Lord of the Rings days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I do quite like it, although it does have this kind of unusual flavour, which a lot of people don't like. Yeah, I thought I hated that, but I really enjoyed that sparkling, so maybe I don't. Maybe my palate has developed, as I hope it has. With other what's really nice with a nice, I don't know how you had it, but what's nice with a nice elderflower, sparkling elderflower, is some fresh mint. Oh, no, they didn't put that in. And a little bit of cucumber. No, they just gave us it in the glass. But no, I'll know for next time. But yes. Lots of ice. That's yeah. essential. No, it was already chilled and then just went in the glass. And then I had some orange juice. A bit of the orange juice was left over in one of them. Mm. It was all right with that. Yeah, nice. There you go. I don't think I drank anything else apart from some squash. And I drank one of, a bit of one of the other gins. Oh, yeah, I got a new gin, which we might Ooh. have on an episode. So, right. um, yes. Exciting. Can I say any more about it? No. Okay. It's good. And I right. like it. And the bottle is very nice. It has a cool picture of a bear. Interesting. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the yes, one yes. I showed you. Yes. So, yeah, I tried that. It was good. I was behind um, a tanker of tankery uh, the other day coming up from Glasgow. Cool. Tankeries. Well, I do have tankery to try. but it's, it's bottled uh, down in um, at Diageo's place in... What's the name of that place? Well, Nick, like Leaven. Yeah. It's yeah. bottled and leaving. But all of Tanqueray's bottled mm-hmm. there. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's quite a big premises. It's massive because they do a lot. They do gardens as well. Gardens is bottled there. Mm. Um, That's big Smirnoff is bottled there. Maybe we could ask them for a tour. Ah, yeah, we could do it. Although I don't really drink any yeah, I don't. I don't stuff. want to drink them, but I kind of want to see mass-produced yeah, yeah, gin yeah, yeah, yeah. just to see what it looks like with these tanks mm. and how it goes. Anyway, oh, it could go on our, it could go on our distillery tour of... Yeah, it'd be good to do a craft distiller and then a massive... Mass-produced one. I don't know if they do tours. I don't think they do. Okay, well, (laughs) should we move on to tea rather than have a random conversation (laughs) about what we're drinking? It was kind of that moment of like, oh, well, tea. Yes, tea. What are we drinking today, Craig? We are drinking... We're going to the Far East. We're going out to Japan with this one. So this is a Genmaicha which is an exciting tea for us to try. So gen means brown, mai means rice, and cha means tea. So really that translates to brown rice tea, and that's its other common name. Its other common name, of course, is popcorn tea, which some people might be familiar with. But this is a tea that comes all the way out from Japan, where it was first um, developed. Um it's a wonderful green tea. Um, quite importantly, the the uh, what, what distinguishes it, of course, is that it's got these little bits of toasted brown rice in them, and some of those have popped to make like what looks like popcorn. miniature popcorn, but it's yep. popped rice really. Um, and it's rolled green tea incorporated through with this brown rice and the popped brown rice, the toasted brown rice, uh, and it was really devised. To because tea was very expensive, like perfectly refined and perfect tea was quite uh, expensive, and also um, where food might be scarce, it was devised as a drink that you could have if you were fasting or if you were on a low calorie uh, diet because you were uh, just not food just wasn't mm-hmm. available if you were like poorer in the rural communities. Uh, this tea not only refreshes you, uh, it also fills you up a bit better with the rice that's in it. Mm-hmm. And brown rice has got so many health benefits, lowering blood sugar levels and all that kind of thing. Um, combined with the benefits of green tea, it actually makes it quite a healthy drink. Um, 
you get some sugars from the rice, which is um, marginal. Um, but what's really quite an interesting fact that I've come across is that some people report to have lost seven kilos per month in weight by drinking four cups of Genmaicha a day. Let's drink some of this to lose a bit of weight. Yeah, amazing. Um, apparently. That's mad. That's really mad to think people are losing yeah. that much just by drinking um, this. Today, tea. though, um, Genmaicha is consumed by all sort of sections of society um and it's often used during religious fasting periods or uh, as a filling up snack between meals and things like that mm, um, it's quite nice it's got like a kind of deep kind of yellowy green color yeah I mean, and it, it is quite filling it smells i'm gonna say again like the barley tea it smells like cheerios again it definitely smells like barley tea but um which is a kind of as you say like cheerios or yeah, it's got that wheaty toasted. kind of and that's like... just coming from the toasted rice. Yes. Uh, but when you taste it, you get it... much more of a nuttiness, a sweetness. Like it a tastes like popcorn. Sweetness. Yeah, it does taste like popcorn. Um, it's considered very easy to drink and it's actually very good for your stomach as well because it's quite a cool and calming thing. Oh, well, it, it's nice. I'm enjoying it. Um, it just feels like I want to chew it. It's a chewy tea again yeah, because I feel like I've got to kind of, kind of chew it as I drink it. And... Um, you know, they might need filtering. I've got a little bit in the bottom of the cup, but it was one of these again where we put it in the magic teapot, as I've called it, and kind of like let it steep. And I wouldn't just, it's not like loose leaves, it's just bits of the tea and the rice. It's really pretty, actually, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I've got a picture of little it. Little bits of rolled up green leaf and the little popcorn or the pop rice. Um, that is the typical colour of Jinmaicha, that kind of bright yellow colour. Yeah. Um, and again, steeping it, you only want to steep it for like two to three minutes. You don't want, if you want a very strong tea, um, you're not going to get that with this. It's quite a light tea. Yeah, it does feel um, light, but chewy. But chewy. And so you don't need to brew it for very long. Um, you do also get a gin matcha, which has got matcha added to it. Oh. So that's called matcha iri gen matcha. Um, so that would bring more of the kind of green, grassy, herby flavour to it, I think, as well. Yeah, it would. Uh, I remember us drinking the matcha last season. Still wasn't a fan, but maybe with this, it'll kind of counteract some of those flavours I didn't like. But... It's also a popular drink in uh, South Korea as well. Yeah, it's exciting. Have you had this before we tried it today? I have not had it, but I have seen it. So it wasn't a massive surprise to me as a concept. I'd heard about it, but I'd never actually tried it. And I think it's a really nice. I, I just really like it. Yeah, it's very refreshing. I'm enjoying it. It just, like I say, reminds me very strongly of the barley tea again. Yeah. It's something different. And it was quite nice just to see, like, the rice little popped bits. It's like little so bits pretty. of popcorn and the leaves. And it was just very pretty to see that. But, yeah, it's different. It's um, it's nice. I like it. It's, it's different because I do like green tea, but it's not got that traditional green tea yeah. flavour from it. Yeah. It's got this more, like I said, it reminds me of my Cheerios again. And just this kind of, like different flavors coming through yeah yeah and the fact that it's got so many additional health benefits yep. is really really good yes exactly um, i might need to just keep drinking it and get some more because we bought it from our tea shop we spoke about i think last week about we went to go and bought some tea and these are one of the teas we bought and um yeah just to kind of finish off the season we bought all these random nice teas we found and this was one of them now we're quite excited and yeah i can see like nuttiness the nuttiness isn't as strong but it's kind of like on the edge of yeah, kind of getting toasted nuttiness and getting a savouriness in it and getting initially that sort of slight sweetness from the the rice 
which is quite high in sugar. Yep. Um, and then, as you say, not too much of that green herby flavour. It does sort of have almost like a slight seaweed flavour. I don't know seaweed well enough to be able to it's tell. Like that kind of green. I don't get greenness. I get more like the wheaty popcorn yeah. ricey flavours, like something that's more like a polis. Is it what is it? I wanted to say pulse, mm-hmm. pulse flavours. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what you get from it a lot. Well, grains rather than pulses. Yeah, grains yeah. and pulses. I get very confused with all of them, but one of them, one of them <laughs> is what I get. So rather than anything else coming through. Do you think that's something you would pick up and drink regularly? I would enjoy it. It's more thinking about, oh, I've got to brew it because I'm always quite lazy with brewing because you have to put it in the teapot and it's just me. I don't want to drink that much, but I don't yeah. know if you could just reheat it up in the microwave. I think, just you could. It. I think uh, it's normally consumed warm, but you could probably let it go cool, cold as well. Yeah, I was beginning to go cold when we poured it when we were recording and it was fine. I don't know if I'd like it boiling hot. No, well, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to have it poured over about 80 degrees Celsius. It's one of these green teas that you would typically do the, the full kind of tea ritual where you put it in a closed pot for like 30 seconds to prove it, which just basically means the ardent furling of the yep, tea the leaves. And then you would um, strain that off, rinse it through, and then take the second brew. Okay, so it. almost like when with gin, you don't take the heads or the tails, you take the main bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or proving some cakes or bread or something. But it's lovely. It's really nice. Like It's very refreshing. I can just see that you can kind of, even on a hot day, would refresh you a bit yeah. cooler with those flavours and kind of filling you yeah, up yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm glad we found it. Yeah. I'm glad we got to try it because it's really, really nice. It's really nice. Yeah, it's so pretty. I'll definitely be drinking more of that. Yep, I'll try and put a nice picture up when we put that up. Yeah. With that, because we've got it just in random little Luba bag. to try it as well. I wonder if she's tried it, because she introduced us to the, the barley, barley tea. tea. I do wonder. We'll have to ask. We I'll send her a message her. and ask yes. if she's tried this Glenmite because she'd like it. Yeah. There's another one to add. She's got a nice little tea collection last time I saw her. So. Cool. And go from there. And um, we should probably say from like one kind of exotic-y kind of tea to... Yeah, we've already been far eastern. Yeah, but we've already had far eastern in one of the other ones. Oh, did we? Um, yeah, I can't really call that again. Take a fl- on our flight journey. So, well, yeah, gin matcha. Well, because because the gin is actually called Song Chai, so I was like some kind of sing along because Glen Gin matcha sounds kind of singy. Yeah, yeah sounds yeah. like a bit like a song. You could so where are we going? We're going from Japan to. Vietnam. Wow. That kind of almost rhymes, actually. Yeah, yeah. Pan to Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes, so we're going to this gin, which actually, this is Craig's gin that he bought, which yes. then before he finished it, so I could try it. And I yeah. can't remember if I did try it before I try it today, so I can't remember what it tastes like. But yes, this is Song Chai, which was another one that uh, you got in another club one yes it is yes. actually yeah yeah um but yes it's really interesting it's quite a normal kind of bottle but it's got a lovely little picture of some tigers through there and it says it's proudly crafted from wild hand forage mountain botanicals and small batch distilling and it is on their website and after they firstly proclaimed the first vietnamese gin which is very exciting so it's founded in hanoi and it's vietnam's first distillery and their inaugural release song chai vietnam dry gin is the first ever gin distilled using 16 wild hand forage botanicals, fruits, flowers, and wood unique to Vietnam's highlands. And it's a copper fired, direct fired copper still. 
It says bold, complex, particularly rounded flavours, and they're rare botanicals, some of them, and it's environmentally, socially, and cultural, sustainable, and enriching, mm. which is great as well, with yeah. some lovely pictures of all the magical things they did. And it's saying the Vietnamese understanding of nature deals not only with water, land, and sky, but also culture and spirituality. So kind of having all these different aspects coming into this and philosophy as well, which is lovely. There's a lot more there. You probably don't want me to tell you all of it, but you should check out their website to find out more and see the lovely pictures too. Um, the bottle also says with the kind of picture, because it says Welcome to Northern Highlands, it's got these kind of tigers, and it says tigers are seen a majestic symbol of heroism and prowess in Vietnam. Mm. And then 2022, which is this year, Tech Lunar New Year is the year of the Tiger Zodiac, and celebrate, this is a limited edition label drawn inspiration from the Nuk Hoi, the five tigers painting the Tran Dynasty. Yeah, actually, I think if you read that last paragraph on the website, it kind of goes into a little bit more detail about the design of the labels, which yes. is quite nice. Um, so they're saying that the bottle labels are inspired by Hang Krong, an ancient painting style native Vietnam. Local designers then consulted them to make these motifs to life. So they're trying to do all the different kind of pride, different sorts of history and everything of their lineage, which is great to see in this one that we've got, like I said, is embodying the tiger. Mm. Um kind of percentage wise it's actually a little bit stronger it's at 45 percent abv then quite a few which is quite weird that it's going to be a lot stronger because a lot of the ones we've been having recently are 40 mm -hmm. and i can't remember if you said you can taste that or not but i will say whether we do or not um great disaster i don't ask him to tell me what all the botanicals <laughs> yeah. are because he doesn't know what all of them I are i don't know what they are but yeah. you know if any listeners want to let us know on any of the pictures on Instagram, just, you know, get in touch with us. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so exciting to have um, a whole lot of botanicals. I know virtually nothing about the Vietnamese flora. You'll have to learn. It's one exactly, country you need to learn more about. Exactly. But I will read all of these botanicals to all of our lovely listeners. And, and apologising if we are not making the Yeah, I can't say I'm very good at Vietnamese, but we'll, we'll try. So we've got Macedonian juniper, uh, Mac Mat berries, Mac Mat leaves, Mac Ken Jungle Peppers, Black Peppercorn, Dian Pomelo Peel, White Licorice, Dia Soul Wood, Ginger, Turmeric, Coriander Seed, Cassia Bark and Cassia Leaf. Um, so yes, hopefully I haven't mispronounced them because there's a lot of different symbols on the vowels and they're probably pronounced slightly differently. But yes, it says it gets distilled and it has its maturation period, so they get to, it gets to mature for a little bit. And then interestingly, Song Chai, which is the name of the gin, means Mother River. So oh, wow. it pays homage to the deep reverence rural agricultural communities have for bodies of water as givers of life. But it's also worth considering the rivers as something that connects communities, both figuratively and literally. From the mountains, they flow all the way down to the coast. And we're now reaching out across the ocean to the international community. And so bringing this gin to everyone uh, around. And like I said, it was from Hanoi, which is the capital, and have all the different kind of aspects around. Um, it said it's quite good with citrus style tonic. I, of course, I'm going to try it Sophie style. And then Craig has got tonic in it already. But yes, let's give it a smell. Let's give it a try. What's, what, what are you getting on the nose, Craig? Ooh, that is very, like, it's quite citrusy. It's got a lot of citrusy, but then there's a spiced bark. Yeah, that must be one of these ones that we're not sure what they are because, yeah, it's got... It's got very interesting. It's got almost a sweet edge to it because you get that citrus and then you've got this kind of weird smell that we can't quite place and then this kind of sweeter bit on the back of it. Craig's giving it a try, so he's going to tell you what he thinks it tastes like while I give it a try too. It's such a lively, beautifully elegant drink. 
Oh, oh, that's gone up my nose. Oh, there's a flavour there which is so recognisable, but I just can't think. Wow. Okay, it's quite quick, but it takes you through quite a big journey. So you get the citrus, you get almost a bit of spice that kind of go right up my nose, and then you've got almost like this kind of nice warm flavour coming through. And then it kind of like, I need to try it again just to tell you the five different, there's like five different stages to it that it kind of just goes vroom through. And then you're like, what, what's happened? How, how has this kind of attacked my senses in such a lovely warming way? So it's not really attacked, it sort of like caresses them, I would say. So I've just looked up what the Mac Mat is and it's a Cosina, Cosina Indica. And the leaf and the berry is used in Vietnamese cooking to produce a sourness. Ah, do you get that sour? Because I get the citrus, I then get this kind of other flavour. I then get that really warming spice that kind of goes up my nose. And then I get kind of this petered out in the the back with kind of this, like, I think it will say with the kind of honeyness coming through as well. And it just kind of lingers with this kind of like woody. I feel like I'm actually going through the, I've never been to Vietnam, but I think there's quite a lot of forest. So you Mm. almost feel like you're in the forest floor. You've got this bark coming. So you're kind of starting at the top of the trees. You get all these kind of nice smells of the citrus. You then get this kind of woody bit in the middle, kind of hit you with your senses of that spice. And you kind of make it down to the forest floor and just kind of trumping along. I Uh, love it. It's really nice. I'm drinking it. I'm drinking this with um, Fever Tree Indian Tonic Light. Um, Ooh, that it's just that warming spice. It's like that third bit, like it's almost like stuff. So if I actually sniffed it as like woody bark, it would make me sneeze. But it's mm. got that kind of edge to it. It's it's, it's one nice. One of my favorite gins, and then it leaves it kind of like a dry. Well, it does because it's like on the palate. It's not even on my tongue. It's like right at the back, and it just dries yeah, it out. And it says it's talking about about and tannins, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if you can get tannins, but I guess if it's had some age. Of how it's done with the gin. Tannins in the bark as well. Yeah, exactly. But I always think of them as red wine rather than in my gin. Mm, mm, mm. But it it dries out quite the back end of my palate, like right over the top. But it's just so interesting. It's very different to a lot of other gins we've had, which is great to kind of try it. Yeah, it's not like a punch in the face of our flavour. It's just so well balanced. Nothing is too ostentatious and screams out. It's... I think my, my understanding of the Vietnamese culture is that it's quite a refined culture. Uh, and I think you get that from that gin. You do. It's so refined because even though it's 45%, you don't get any alcohol burn whatsoever. Yeah. Even even you, if you tried it neat, I don't think you'd get anything because it's yeah. just got so much kind of like go this, 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 and then it kind of gives you a lasting flavour and it just takes you on that trip. It, it does transport you to like a forest or you're like going down the river and you get these kind of smell, this atmosphere. I almost hear like all the insects like chirping pin and mm. everything else it kind of takes you away you can kind of imagine the boats with the poles going along like as they go off the bank to help with the your boat. house and leave it here because i would easily have finished that bottle it's one of my favorite gins certainly that we've tried this season but probably up there with something like the caniama which we had from brazil yeah you loved that i loved that as well and that was a little bit more woody i think yeah it was um this is much more it's sedate, but yeah. it's, it has got that woodiness because that spice, my first sip, went right up my nose and I can tell straight away then if it's done that because where it's hit my palate and gone up, I can kind of feel the warmth kind of trickling up to your nose. You're like, mmm, this is... It's I nice. I just love it. It's really good. It's very different. Um, I can't really place it like to other gins we've had. It has this kind of uniqueness. So they've done so well to create this and kind of capsulate as they were looking for their culture, their community, their spirit the land, the sea, the forest, as they were saying, because it does take you on that trip. 
And then it kind of travels out. If I'm just wafting the air in my throat, I'm getting that kind of almost like a candied peel flavour. Yeah, because if I kind of breathe air through, because it's like thinking about afterwards, I guess that's sweet. It's the lychee. No, yeah, talking it's about got that. A lychee flavour. Definitely, actually, that's. I don't think it's got lychee in it, but it's got a lychee no. flavour. Well, it is because that's what it was saying it has, and it's got. That must be come from some of those berries. And the pomelo is giving you the citrus peel. Yep. It doesn't really have the cassia as strong, but it is kind of there. And it's quite nice, interesting that it's different juniper. And kind of those peppers give you that kind of spicy spice edge with some of the ginger as well and the turmeric. It's so nice. It's just great. It's really nice and refreshing. Is like, it one so, you would return to again? I would. I would have. It's not one I appreciate. I really like it, but I wouldn't say it's flavours that I am drawn to. I'm not always drawn to a lot of spice. I um, don't think it's like over. No, it's not spice, overly spice, though. but it's still like... It's not quite what I'd pick, but I do enjoy it, and I like to have it as a drink to have and enjoy as a gin. Yeah. And I just really, like, I'm amazed by how much they've managed to pack into, like, just one little sip and one flavour and how much it takes you on that journey and transports you, because that's not easy to do. I think it's nice as well that it's it's taking, it's, like, responsible production, like, mm -hmm. environmentally and socially. Sustainable and kind of bringing it back with the communities, and you, you can't fault that when you have something like that. Like, you just have to honour the commitment to making such a great pro product, but also yeah. respecting where it comes from and making sure you're giving back to that as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's great. No, I think it's a lovely gin. Like I said, it's just not quite what I would easily pick up, but I would go back to it. And I really think it's a great, very, very well-made gin. And I can see why you've drank most of it before yeah, you came and brought I, it to the house, I, so I, I could it. try it before. Oh. And like I said, it's just you don't feel that the, the alcohol. Gin, I, well. I think pretty gin. much all the gins we've had are clear, this bar some of them. But yeah, this one's definitely clear in the bottle. And like I said, nice tiger picture at the back. And otherwise, just got a nice blue label, uh, a little stopper. Not super a lot, but. That's what it needs. And the pictures are great to brought that kind of influence and cultural aspect to it as yeah. well. So yeah, great gin, interesting tea. And we've taken on a journey again. We said this season we go to other places. And we sure. definitely have places I don't know if we'll ever go to. But Fingers crossed we do. I really want to go to Japan and Vietnam sounds very interesting as well. Yeah. So definitely taking us again on a sort of flurry into around the world to try everything we've got more australian gins coming up later in the season because it was two i got as a mm -hmm. gift and lot free teas so yeah. kind of with that so it's nice to kind of feel that and enjoy and learn something about the culture and the aspects and just be able to encompass all that in just a drink in like a few fleeting seconds is, is quite amazing as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, so great choices today. Something a little different, something we've all, like, both of us have thought are really highly rated. Like, they're, they're up there with some of the best. The tea, maybe, I appreciate it if you want that kind of tea. Yeah. But I wouldn't maybe go to it all the time. It's definitely got a very select niche, hasn't it? But, yeah, just like the matcha, which um, is, was awful for me. <laughs> but uh, I, can I was understand. still getting in that in that... Uh, today's tea i was getting that slight matcha flavor but i don't think that one has matcha in it no i don't think it's so it's just the green tea that i was tasting yeah the green tea. green tea which is slightly different but yeah there was the green tea leaves that we've had in the pot and stuff as they were kind of opening out and unfurling so yeah it's good Excellent. i was gonna say our last words because we're not having our game we'll have to think of something else 
what would you like to sum up and enlighten everyone oh with gosh i know I, I, these moments always feel pressured but in fact they shouldn't be they it shouldn't should be, be. just relaxed because we've had nice tea we've had this nice gin it feels kind of like with the flow and relaxed like just you can almost like meditate after this because mm -hmm. it'd be quite nice kind of culturally as well just to have that kind of at peace yeah. with the environment and you could just be out in the forest and just enjoy it exactly yeah good last words Okay, they, they were meant to be your last words, <laughs> not my last words. As said by Sophie, I repeat it. Okay. <laughs> and with that, I, I guess we'll bring it to a close. Yeah, we, we've got halfway. We're, we're, like I said last week, we're halfway through. This is now number six. We're slowly creeping towards episode 10, which is very crazy to think about sure. already. Because yeah. as soon as we kind of build up and then we're like, oh, and then it goes so quickly or we actually manage yeah. to record. I think next week we're back to home soil, aren't we, for the gin anyway? For the gin, definitely. And I think the tea, trying to remember what it is. It is another green tea. Ooh. But yes, I oh, I have had it. So that was an interesting one that I picked because I've had it before years ago. And I was like, oh, I don't like tea. So I'll just drink a random tea. And it was okay. And I was like, I'll just kind of drink this because I have to. So I'll have to remember if it brings those flavours back. Yeah, yeah, back to old blighty. Yes, it does have that kind of like, yeah, empire feel to it in mm. a kind of good way, I guess, for tea. Hopefully they haven't exploited people for it. They most definitely did, historically. Yeah, well, hopefully the one we bought has not been. It's just the modern <laughs> yeah. day that people have made this tea. And on that... Uh, revelation. Revelation, yeah. Revolutionary note. Yeah. I guess, guess we'll end. We've had our last notes. But yes, as always, drink responsibly. Take a sip and enjoy. Have a lovely week, whatever you're wanting to do. And we'll be back next week with more banter, more things. If there's anything you want us to kind of do, please let us know as well. If there's like bits you want us to add, bits you want to listen to, information you want to find out, because we tell you bits, but you might want to know more. And we would like follow to follow us on Instagram, Gin and Tea Podcast. Yes, follow us on the like, Instagram. Share and subscribe. Subscribe. I still need to put that video up of you with your and trying the ant gin. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to try the ant gin again. Nope. Nope. Okay. I like the ant gin. I think the ant gin is, you know, antsolent. That was weak. No, all right. <laughs> ant amazing. Mm, slightly better. Anatomic. What? Now you're just saying words that have got anti-sounding starts. Atomic. Yeah, okay. I think we'll end. Anyway, we'll catch you all on the flip side next week. And um, yeah, have a lovely week. It's a goodbye from me. And a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.